In the early 2000s, a quarter pounder from McDonald's cost $2.29, a regular shake $1.69, and large fries $1.59. Today, you would need to pay about twice that. Two decades of inflation, particularly in the last three years, means that a dollar buys much less than it did back then. We are all familiar with the idea that prices rise over time. Ever since the U.S. Federal Reserve broke the link between the U.S. dollar and gold in August 1971, inflation has become a permanent part of life. If we measure price changes in constant dollar amounts, or what economists call real terms, or if you consider how long it might take someone on the median income to earn enough to buy something, we can get a much more accurate picture of how prices have changed. Since the start of the century, the prices of several consumer items have changed. U.S. households get a far better deal when they buy toys, televisions, or cellular services than was the case 20 years ago. That's the good news, but the bad news is that the price of other items has skyrocketed whichever way you measure it. Over the past two decades, the price of hospital services has risen over 200%. College tuition is up almost 170%. So why have the costs of some things fallen so dramatically, but the cost of others have risen? Anyone wanting to sell you cellular services or a TV or toys in America today is operating in a fiercely competitive market. They are under constant pressure to give consumers a good deal. At the same time, companies in those sectors often operate globally, meaning that they benefit from the advantages of international trade and can then pass those gains on to their customers. In terms of healthcare or higher education, there simply aren't the incentives for providers in those sectors to give customers a better deal. Not only is there less competition in these sectors, but they are protected by government regulation and barriers to entry that intentionally keep out the competition. Here in Mississippi, for example, in order to provide a new healthcare facility, a provider will usually have to get a permit called a certificate of need. Since these permits usually require the approval of existing healthcare providers, they are notoriously difficult to obtain. A good rule of thumb is that prices have fallen wherever there is choice and competition, and government regulation is limited. When there is lots of government regulation, prices have soared. Washington, D.C. is set on regulating the healthcare and education sectors and in turn causing prices to soar. What we ought to do instead is to abolish certificate of need laws and incentivize providers to offer customers, not just insurance companies, a better deal. Rules on university tenure need to go so that instead of running colleges for the convenience of those on the payroll, they are run in the best interest of those that save desperately in order to be able to afford to graduate. We also need to change the law on university accreditation so that there is less box ticking about diversity and inclusion and more emphasis on how a degree actually adds value for students. If there was a free market in healthcare and higher education, the costs of both would come down. If we don't deregulate either sector, prices will continue to rise.